Hey sports fans, today on Philstar Homebase, we talk to Philippine tennis sensation Alex Ayala. This episode is made in partnership with Doyan Manila, a clothing brand made possible by four female athletes which aims to promote women empowerment and equality in the sport because women athletes play to break boundaries. Catch us as we talk to Alex about her recent success and how she feels moving forward. Tune in only here on Philstar Homebase. So yeah, hi everyone. Uh, hi Alex, thank you for coming here to Homebase. Uh, we welcome you with open arms and you know, a lot of Filipino fans are, you know, we're really clamoring for you to come on here. So thank you for giving us time today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Right. So let's get right to it. You know, so um, I wanted to catch up because, you know, there's been a long layoff uh, since your last tournament, the 60,000 tournament in Switzerland. Um, I know that you were supposed to join two tournaments in Turkey. Uh, but, you know, how have you been spending that time off? It, it feels like for this year, this is your longest break. <laughs> Yes, it's my longest break from tournaments, but I think it's it's the hardest block of training. Um, mm-hmm. I it's like these past few weeks have been sort of a short preseason, so mm-hmm. I've been training really hard, a lot of hours, and um, just preparing for my next tournament. Yeah, uh, your next tournament is there in Spain. Um, how has your preparations been for that one? Um, they've been, they've been. Um, well, I'm trying to prepare not just for that next tournament, for the next few tournaments. I think this is the longest um, training block that I'm going to have um, for quite some time. You know, so I'm just really trying to get work on the things that I I have time. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily have time for um, mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. So you were unable to go to Turkey because of COVID restrictions but you know it has been you know COVID has been there basically your whole pro career I feel like you just started for a few months and then there was a pandemic can you just tell us you know how was the experience of you know being a professional athlete right now during the COVID season you know especially with you because you have to travel uh, to different uh, tournaments no well, I think it's definitely impacted the tennis community not just the professionals mm-hmm. in, in such a big way and um it's it's hard for you know for for everyone I think to to look forward to one tournament and to work so hard for that one for it to be cancelled or especially for for people who rely on tournaments for income and mm-hmm, yeah. and um, that's the source of that's a source of money um, I think that it will be the hardest for them especially yeah but. You've obviously stayed in, you're in Rafa Nadal Academy right now, and you've been there, you know, long before COVID, but you were able to see you know, how it adapted uh, to the pandemic. And, you know, if, if you were talking about uh, the situation before and right now, would you say that uh, the school and you as a tennis player there have already adapted to, you know, this new normal, even though there are a lot of oh, snags yes. still here and there? Mm-hmm. For sure, I think. Um, we've already gotten used to all these rules and of course all, um, all these rules are changing every week every two weeks they they add something or they change something but I think uh, we all know that it's for the better and we all know that um, it's to keep us safe and, and so far it's been working 
I think it's better safe than sorry. Yeah. How would you say has the school, you know, helped keep you guys safe? Uh, is there a vaccine rollout for, you know, older players? Because I know at 15, uh, I don't think you're qualified yet for, for most vaccines. Yeah, I think right? 16 is the minimum. And I turned, mm-hmm. I turned 16 the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, but we haven't, there hasn't been any announcements yet about the vaccine. Um, I'm not really, I don't really know anything about that yet. Um, at least for the academy players, uh, but mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, um, hopefully, uh, we get to have it soon. But they're still taking really strict precautions about COVID, from especially when you're going out of, of the academy to go to tournament or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great to hear that you guys are safe there. Um, but yeah, you've been very busy, busy this year, you know, in spite of the pandemic. Um, you have a lot of tournaments. Uh, you started the year with like three straight tournaments in three weeks. Um, how have you been feeling about your progress in the tour, you know, so far? I'm very happy with my progress in the tour, actually. I think it's um, definitely so many lessons that I've learned so far. And um, right now, I don't really want to focus on results, as I've said in, uh, I don't know, I've said a few times, but I don't really want to focus on results. I'm trying to focus on improving my overall game and my level. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, the results will follow. Yeah. You, you said you didn't like to pay attention to the results, but your first uh, tournament of the year was a very good result. It was your, you know, it was your, yes. first, <laughs> it was your first title as a, a pro player you know like could you take us back to that moment like how did you feel was it something you know that you expected coming into it well um that's a hard thing because I never want to expect to you know win the tournament I just try to take it match by match but of course you want to set a standard for yourself and want to push yourself to do the best you can do and that's exactly what I did um, that first weekend, every tournament after that. Um, I think over the over Christmas, I worked really hard back back home, and and my team worked really hard as well. So I'm very grateful for that, and um, that's what I'm trying to do: just continuing to work hard. And as I said, the results will follow. Yeah, it looked like uh, your your vacation in Barakay really worked out well for you. <laughs> The, all three days all three days of vacation <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it it led you to your first title no but yeah uh, ap- apart from that you know one of the highlights uh, of your career this year also was the Miami Open it was basically your biggest tournament so far because you haven't been to any Grand Slams you know like unfortunately the Australian Open didn't have their juniors tournament but um, how was the experience there and I guess uh, can you tell us more about having that experience of playing against older players, like, you know, some, some of your opponents are like twice your age. You know, how does it feel to share the court with them? Well, I don't think it's, it's, it's about age. Mm-hmm. Um, in 15,000 and, and other, um, other smaller tournaments, there are also people with that same, with that same, um, with that same age and uh, experience, but it's, it's a just a different level of tennis, I think. There, um, in in Miami Open and all those tournaments, I think it was a great experience for me to to be there and to see the see the atmosphere and to observe everything that the pros do, how they train, how they work, and um, definitely it was 
it gave me a lot of motivation and gave me a lot of hope and it allowed me to see that I have the potential to become one of them. Yeah. Are you able to talk to some of your, uh, not necessarily opponents, you know, but, you know, like more uh, experienced players and even, you know, the ones who you, you happen to hit with there in RNA. Uh, I think the last one you hit with was Cairo Garcia. So, you know, how, how did that feel? Were you able to kind of like get pointers from them? Well, um, I do talk to them, but just not not so much about tennis. It's more casual <laughs> talking, uh-huh. you know. It's more casual talking, and and I think uh, for in terms of tips and pointers, when you play with them and when you when you watch them play, then you can analyze and you can you can learn things on your own that they don't need to tell you. And it's just the inspiration they give and the motivation they give to players like me and younger players. I think that's that's more than enough to. To keep us wanting to work hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, let's uh, before we get on to my next questions, let's you know have this segment. It's called double team. So it's just gonna be like this or that. I only have like uh, around six or seven. So you know, no okay. pressure. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the first one: uh, Would you rather score on an ace or a winner? Ace. <laughs> would you rather win a match in straight sets or you know grind out a three setter straight sets it's always straight <laughs> sets easy <laughs> yeah you play in doubles so would you rather play baseline or net that's a good question um it depends on my partner but I think Baseline. I want to say baseline. I want to say baseline. <laughs> it's more exciting in the net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Would you rather go in a morning jog or just a, just uh, run on the treadmill? Run on the treadmill. <laughs> oh, really? That's, <laughs> That's kind of surprising. That's what I always do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, last one. Leg day or cardio? Leg day. Leg day. <laughs> Leg day all the way. Because <laughs> like cardio is boring. Car- no, cardio is not. It's the furthest thing from boring. It's uh, <laughs> deathly. <laughs> you, you, you're scared of cardio sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's very scary. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, that, that's it. You did very great. Um, but so let's, you know, move on to the questions. Um. We've been talking about you, but, you know, let's talk about you as a Filipino uh, right now. So, you know, you're one of the, I think you're the only one right now. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You're the only one representing the Philippines in the tour right now. So, you know, how does that feel? And uh, how does the support uh, from this side of the world, you know, reach you? Is that something that you see all the time? Well, yes, it's something I definitely feel their their love and all this support, um, especially through social media, mm-hmm. um, especially when I have big tournaments or big things upcoming. Um, I definitely get a lot of um, encouragement from Filipinos, which is amazing because mm-hmm. um, I do understand that I am one of the very few uh, Filipinos that um, represent the Philippines in, in the world of tennis. So I'm very grateful to have that opportunity. And I think it makes me unique. And, and I, I, I'm always super proud to 
to be like usually I'm just I'm the only one in the draw with the Philippines yeah and although I I am very proud but I'd love to see um other Filipinos as well in the same um representing the Philippines in platforms as big as this yeah yeah so for those watching who want to get into tennis get in because Alex wants to see more <laughs> Filipino players yeah <laughs> yeah but you know you're a Filipino, obviously, but you're based in Spain right now. Uh, what are the challenges? You know, you're, it's like you're, you're an overseas Filipino athlete, you know. Uh, what are the challenges of having to do that, uh, especially during the pandemic? Because, you know, maybe, maybe your family was used to visiting you a lot and now, um, you know, it's limited because of the health crisis. Um, Yes, of course, I do miss my family a lot and vice versa. Uh, but I think it's part of it's part of um, being an athlete and and it's part of this field. Um, almost everyone in this academy has to go through the same thing. So I think that makes it makes it easier that we can relate to each other mm-hmm. as well. Um, as for being Filipino, the only thing I would say is it's a bit hard to get all the visas. Uh-huh. Um, to travel to certain tournaments, and it's happened a couple of times where I couldn't go to some big tournaments because of because of the visa. Um, mm-hmm. But we're working our way around it, and and hopefully everything will be fine for this year. Yeah. Uh, but you were able to spend you know a few days, I think, with your family when you were in Miami. Um, you were able to watch your brother Miko play also so you know how how did that feel to have that you know kind of like just a few days you know like you're in yeah, another reality um, for a while <laughs> I don't know I really like it because we were complete for maybe two days I, I got to see my brother for two days in in Miami but I for me that's that's more than more than enough like I um I got to see him compete and that was amazing for me because I haven't even though we were in the academy for so long, um, I had I didn't see him compete very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's amazing to see his development and his growth and and to be just to be with my family and for them to like for my parents to be able to see us develop as well as as people and as players. Yeah, speaking of your brother, he just finished his freshman NCAA season. Um, you know how you know, how did it help you to kind of like still push yourself also um, to see your brother, you know, pursuing the same thing that you are doing right now and, you know, being together for so long there in Spain? I think my brother has always been one of like the biggest role model in my life. Uh, I've always looked up to him and I think it's it's normal for, you know, the little sister to to think their queers are like the hero and, and everything. <laughs> um but yeah, I always try to copy what he does. I think he's an amazing person and and he has an amazing passion for everything he does. And um, that goes, it's the same for, I think, the rest of my family. So I, I, I def, I'm confident in saying that I, I'm surrounded by a lot of good people. Yeah. Um, your, your brother took that path after he graduated from RNA. Is that something that you kind of see yourself also maybe going into the collegiate tournaments, you know, before, while also continuing maybe your, your professional career? Well, um, I'm still great then, so I have a few years to, yeah. to see. And, but 
right now my main priorities or my main vision is to go professional. So mm-hmm. of course I still have to see how everything plays out for the next few years. But if everything goes well, um, I might uh, just start um, competing in the circuit. But of course I want to finish my high school education and. Mm-hmm. Um, keep my options open because I think that I do value education and I think that it is very important and very helpful even even as an athlete I think it can help you in your career too yeah speaking of you know your studies uh, you're basically a student athlete you know even if you do play in professional uh, tournaments you know so how has that been uh, juggling that because I, I I I assume that you know studies in RNA aren't a joke at all. Of course, um, I think uh, it, it's hard at times. I can't say that it's it's easy, mm-hmm. uh, especially being away as much as I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, you miss a lot of lessons. You have to learn so many things on your own, yeah. um, and you're going to be you're going to be confused and it's it's just part of being a student athlete um and i think after doing it so many years you learn how to manage yourself and manage your time and i think that's one of the things that education being a student athlete um gives you is you can learn how to be responsible time management discipline i think being a student athlete gives you all those virtues and and it makes you independent Yeah, definitely. So, uh, if you want a role model for time management, it's Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, speaking of, um, apart from your studies, of course, you have your tennis. But you know, what's your goal, um, uh, coming into this year? Like, where do you want to be by the end of this season? Um. Oof, that's a hard question. <laughs> well, um, like I said, I haven't really thought about it much. Um, mm-hmm. I think rankings is part of results. Yeah. Um, so as I said, I just want to be the best version of myself I can by the end of the year. Um, in terms of tennis and and my level of play, I think I want to have a more solid and um, complete game. So I'm hopefully by the end of the year. I'll be more of a complete player. Mm-hmm. So we we've talked about you know your personal future, but I guess in your opinion, like how do you see the sport growing here in the Philippines? Like not necessarily you know having players in the circuit, but you know just cultivating that uh, culture of tennis here. Like how do you see it in the next few years? <laughs> well, um, oh, that's, a, that's a good question. I think that the Fi- Filipinos, I think in general, have so much potential mm-hmm. to be to be great, and um, I think that if we were given the opportunity to, I think I feel that a lot of young kids who don't who have potential aren't given the opportunities to grow and develop into what they can be so i think that if they just <laughs> if they just had the passion and kept working hard and and um had faith then i think um in whatever they do not just tennis um, i think the philippines as a whole can go 
<laughs> oh, does that make sense? Does that? I don't know. Yeah, it, it definitely makes sense, and you know, it it's good because you you know, there's actually a, a full Filipino also in the tour, but she's representing Australia. Uh, it's Lizette Cabrera. Um, you know, yes, she she has the genes of the Filipino. You know, she she just happened to grow up in Australia, but yeah, yeah. it looks it looks like Filipinos can you know uh, yeah, reach yeah. the top level uh, in uh, in tennis. You know. Um, and actually, we kind of talked to Lizette uh, one time and she said uh, that she was open to, you know, possibly getting you as a doubles partner maybe in the near future. And um, oh, what do you say about that idea? <laughs> I mean, I'd love to. I, I'd be open to it as well. But I think I need to get to a higher <laughs> level of competition first. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're excited. You know, even if it, it takes a, a couple of more years, like we're excited to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I guess just for a parting shot uh, for our show with you, Alex, um, you know, what do you want to say to your supporters and uh, what's your message to, you know, young girls and young boys, you know, here in the Philippines who want to pursue what where you are right now? Um, well, first, I'd like to say thank you so much for the support and thank you for following my journey um, on the tour. It means so much to me and I will try to keep making you all proud. And for all those wanting to pursue a tennis career or a career in sports, um, I just like to say that to be brave and to keep being passionate about what you do and you need to believe in yourself to be able to do it. All right. Uh, so thank you to everyone who tuned in. Um, well, we're all supporting you, Alex, uh, from the other side of the world. So thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Thank right. You. Okay.